Hello and welcome to season three of the Nicola Paul Approach. It's going to be my privilege to open up the door to this wonderful world for you all. I would love it if you could take the time to rate, review, subscribe and follow my podcast. It will help others to find my channel so we can grow our like-minded nation. All of the details for my website and social media platforms are in the show notes. So let's begin this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I'm your host Nicola and in today's episode I feel really, really honoured to invite back onto my show Al, who is, for those of you who don't know or haven't already heard her episode she was back on she was on actually for her first time in episode 22 where we really get to know the deep and meaningful version of who she is so when you get a moment after you after you've listened to this episode head on over to episode 22 in this episode we're going to be talking about astrology especially where pluto is a is deeply is a deeply involved learning process and how al incorporates magic into all of this as well this loveliness i'm still learning these topics i'm really intrigued about them i've noticed my listeners want to hear more about them as well so without further ado Let's welcome Al to the show. Hi. <laughs> Hello, my gorgeousness. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful today. Thank you. It's been a lovely morning. And thank you so much for coming back onto the show because your brain is amazing. Honest to God, <laughs> literally, the stuff that I see you put on the social platforms is just really interesting. You really do your research as well, I must say. Thank you. That means so much to hear. Thank you. So let's just get straight into it, Al. What does what is this all about? I just yeah, it, I'll hand it over to you. <laughs> so I think what uh, what piqued your interest was a post I made on Instagram about um, Pluto in transit, and Pluto is currently sitting. Um, in Capricorn in the sky and it's been in Capricorn since 2008 and it's not going to leave Capricorn until 2024 so it's a long old time that it's spending in Capricorn Mm -hmm. and all of us are experiencing at the moment Pluto in Capricorn that's the nature of planets in transit transit describes their current location in the sky and Um, In Capricorn, Pluto is really looking to dig deep into the societal conditionings that we've all been, you know, exposed to, because Pluto is really about transformation. Um, It's really associated with themes of death and rebirth, you know, this idea that in order to move into new energy, an old part of yourself has to die in some way. And uh, Pluto's got a bit of a a scary reputation for this um, because of this reason. You know, it's a it's a turbulent process. It's not necessarily going to be a walk in the park. But on a collective level, as I said, we're all experiencing this transformation process around societal conditioning. 
And many people often um, associate Capricorn with uh, a masculine gender role. And so I see this, um, this Pluto transit as like a deconditioning the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And that really excites me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as I'm sure it does most people listening. Yeah. Um, you know, it's really an opportunity to to confront what we've been led to believe for many, many, many generations. And it's a, an invitation to, you know, to find an alternative truth, one that feels better for the collective. And, you know, Pluto won't visit Capricorn again for another 248 years that's how long Pluto takes to go round so this is a once in a lifetime Mm -hmm. opportunity to dig into uh, the sort of patriarchal conditioning that we've all been exposed to Um, so that was really the basis of the post and how you know how that process is a very as we said deeply deeply involved learning process Um, takes a long time to integrate these lessons from Pluto and uh, it's uh, it's probably usually a case of looking back on it in retrospect mm-hmm. like wow I really learned a lot and I really grew a lot during that time mm-hmm. what I don't know where to begin <laughs> there's so many parts of that that you've just explained uh gosh so just sort of, I mean, as, explain as much as you want to explain, because obviously I appreciate that you've got more involved. There's more, a lot more involved in what you've just said there within the space of a few minutes um, behind what's actually going on now with Pluto, with it being mm-hmm. around and everything. But when it comes to anything to do with that side of the astrology, you know, for just even for the listeners as well, just to get to some understanding of where it is within them, mm-hmm. what's how it's go, you know, what do they need to do or how is it going to affect them or just sort of try to elaborate a little bit if that's okay. Absolutely, I'd love to. Um, so the way you can sort of look into how this affects you on an individual level is looking to see where, Capricorn sits in your birth chart and this can easily be done if you know your rising time um so your birth time sorry that gives you your rising sign so for example I'm a Leo rising and that puts Capricorn in my sixth house so that means Pluto is moving through my sixth house of health um Nicola you're a Sagittarius rising which puts Capricorn in your second house of self-worth and um, resources and money so mm-hmm. this is you know this whole 13 year process has been around your the way you value yourself mm-hmm. um, and so this is you know check your your rising sign check where Capricorn sits in your birth chart and th- and then you you will be able to see where it's affecting you on a personal level so I just want the listeners also to know that you have actually given me already, we've already, because this is how we first connected. And anyway, we do talk a lot more about it on episode 22, where um, how we met. Um, and one of one of those reasons was um, that you actually did a reading f- for me yeah. um, to do with my astrology as well. My, But uh, honestly, it was it, so I'm going to actually get 
out if she's okay with that to put her contact details in the show notes if anyone wants to just really open up your mind to you know this this world of astrology which actually does affect every single one of us anyway Mm. um so for you know if anyone wants to sort of if they're interested in that then we'll get out to put them a little contact sheet in there for them if they'd like to have their own astrology reading lovely thank you yeah um (laughs) okay so I'm just trying to now think of because you said also because this is another part that interested me was that you would did you mean that you introduced magic into parts of the astrology work or a personal thing or what is this what is this explain it so um I'm intrigued (laughs) I'm intrigued (laughs) I'm so intrigued (laughs) always always um so I was born in 1997 and that puts my Neptune my natal birth chart Neptune at the end of Capricorn and that's where Pluto is right now and so everyone who was born around the mid to late 90s is currently experiencing Pluto crossing over their natal Neptune and Neptune is all about amongst many many other things it's largely to do with spirituality and Pluto as we've you know covered is about finding truth and exposing truth and so when with this transit happening of Pluto crossing over Neptune for myself and many other people around my age there is a calling to um, turn to spiritual tools Mm -hmm. to aid in this process because Pluto transits are really, really heavy. They are quite overwhelming. And um, especially when crossing over Neptune. Mm-hmm. And so it's really a, an amazing way to, um, to mitigate some of those sort of turbulent factors that come in with Pluto is to use these spiritual tools. And one thing that's really helped me is magic. And um this is, you know, particularly to do with my my sixth house of health. Um, and so I've been learning to use magic as a way to improve my, yeah, my health, my bodily health, my relationship to food. Um, you know, Pluto has been in my sixth house of health since I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And literally as soon as that happened, as soon as, you know, I look back on it now in retrospect, as soon as Pluto entered my sixth house of health, I was just fraught with depression, constant bouts of depression. Um, and obviously, when you're experiencing mental health um, issues, it's really hard to look after your physical health and well-being. Mm-hmm. And so it's been a really, really long process as Pluto moves through my sixth house of learning how to tend to myself, how to, you know, eat properly, how to keep my space clean and tidy, how to uh, adhere to healthy routines that keep me feeling good. Um, And it's since Pluto's sort of moved into this, um, this configuration with my natal Neptune, that this light bulb has switched on like, ah, spirituality is the answer spiritual tools is the answer for this and yeah magic was was a part of that 
So what are they? Can you give us one, even just one of your magic tips? So what I really love doing is um, researching the, the spiritual properties of the food that I eat or the ingredients mm. that I want to cook with. Interesting. So, yeah, it's really, really fun. So mm. a great example is that I made a carrot cake a few weeks ago um, and my intention going into this was to manifest money um, and all the ingredients corresponded in some way to money abundance uh, fertility that kind of energy and so I made this cake with you know with love and intention um, with magic and um, I ate the cake with the same intention you know imagining this money coming to me um, and a couple of days later, a family member gave me a hundred pounds out of the blue. And so that to me was the magic working, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's just really beautiful to witness that in, in your environment. Like when you start paying attention and putting the intention in the, the universe usually is like, okay, yeah, I see you, you're doing, you know, you're doing the work, you're you're being mindful and, and it wants to give back, you know? So, yeah. Oh, that is just, I love the way that yours, cause we, me and you are very similar with, um, you know, cause I'm quite spiritual anyway. And I'm, I'm very much about, uh, the law of attraction type of mm-hmm. vibration, your frequency. And, and, and even though yours is different word in the way you say things and the, and a slightly different sort of skill set, but the com- we both combine together a very well, exactly the same aspects, really, isn't it? So it's all about the intention. It's all about you know uh, what you believe you receive, you'll attract, and all of this that goes with it. But magic, in its sense, is just a beautiful way of just looking at it as well. And mm. how lovely is that? That even down to the food that I mean that's just so easy to think of now you've explained it that mm-hmm. even down to you know baking the, the cake right so you set the intentions the abundancy that every all of those the right frequencies and yeah so oh my god that's just mm-hmm. I love that how long have you been doing that for um only for a few months now um it's definitely a slow moving process. Um, it started off with um, making my tea or my coffee in the morning and stirring intention into that, um, you know, because that was a, a daily ritual mm. that I did anyway, making yeah. tea or coffee. So it was really easy to incorporate magic into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if anyone is looking to start um, dabbling in these kinds of practices, I really recommend incorporating it into something that you already do on a very regular basis um because that you know that to me is going to be easier to stick to um than something totally new um so yeah it started with that and then you know just gradually learning like oh um you know sugar means um attraction like attracting something to you or um you know milk means nurturance and stuff like that so yeah, it's it was a slow process, and I don't I don't do it every time I cook. You know, sometimes I'm in a rush and I don't have the time, and and that's okay. Um, but it's when when I'm feeling like 
low and when I'm feeling like I don't want to look after myself that's when I say okay what do I need to feel right now and what ingredients can I use to you know to aid in that yeah do you is it just food that you do this magic on or is there other is there other things um I'd hmm, that's an interesting one I'm trying to think I mean I kind of use magic every day I guess um but not in a I don't necessarily practice spells and rituals very often um I really like working with the lunar cycles Mm. um you know that's a a really another really easy way to start incorporating magic into your life is following the new and full moons um but no now I'm thinking about it food is probably the the predominant one at the moment yeah and that's and that's really fitting for Virgo season <laughs> yeah. I um it, it's interesting you just said about the lunar um cycles with the moons and stuff because that is where I set because I'm into my crystals and all that sort of stuff so I sort of set a lot of intentions around the lunar cycles which a lot of us are familiar with that right totally um but it's really interesting that food is a way that that's how you describe your way of you know putting a different spin and a mindset on food as looking at it is a different way as well as feeling it a different way as well and I like that yeah 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 it's been a really healing process yeah yeah because and also a lot of people when with even just down to eating their food you know they just they don't take appreciation in the time of it also you know it's just oh it's there and I'm going to eat that sort of thing so Mm. lovely I love that so what else then so we've got so we discussed what we were going to discuss but I just want to also ask how is Al <laughs> because obviously we we still need to know how you are right it's not all about work <laughs> <laughs> thank you I appreciate that yeah um so I've been Definitely feeling like I'm in a state of, funnily enough, transformation at the moment, which is very fitting with the Pluto energy yeah. we've been talking about. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've I've just been feeling very uh, sensitive to the energy around me. I've been having to take a lot of time alone um, because, yeah, I just feel like a like an open wound right now and like Mm. everything is you know potentially painful and and whilst you know a few years ago that would have sent me into like a spiral of crisis Mm. um I'm now just giving myself the space to allow that to to sit and to live and to flow through me um because you know I've come to learn or I've come to believe that these these moments these sort of periods of depression or sensitivity or whatever are are the sort of the precursor for a change that's coming um so yeah I'm really trying to just sit with that and and not extend any judgment onto it and just incubate the feeling and I'm I'm taking advantage of it by doing you know I'm locking myself away and just doing tons and tons of research and studying and uh shadow work and um magic and you know learning new things so it's not been awful but yeah just feeling very very raw and sensitive right now yeah 
uh, I can totally relate to that, to be honest with you. I am a bit like, I don't know, I just feel a bit, there are new beginnings happening. I can feel them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to go through the old parts of you before you could break free to the new beginning part, you know. And I'm in that process. So I'm in the middle at the minute of trying to let go of the old bits because mm. they're comfy, right? But I'm also struggling with the emotions of that. But I know that I have to let go of that because I know this new stuff is going to be amazing. You know, it's just like, come on, let's just take some time out. Let's just zen it all out. I like what you said. Yeah, sorry, carry on. I was just going to say, I think there's a grieving process that also happens when you are releasing old parts of yourself. 100%. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, because it's something that you've already always known for a what for a long time, and you know, mm-hmm. so you do get comfortable. Of course, you do because it's nice to feel that comfy little you know part of you. But then you have to keep growing, don't you? Well, but that's me personally. Not everybody is like that. Some people do like to just stay in the comfort area of mm-hmm. their their being. Um, but you're like me. We like <laughs> to just keep you know, just keep progressing and going on to the next new adventure or whatever new thing that's going to be happening for us. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've been, I've been um, seeing so many butterflies everywhere. Um, Mm. And butterflies are obviously a huge sign of transformation. Absolutely. Um, So yeah, I've just been paying attention and you know the universe obviously wants me to sit still and incubate for a while and yeah so I'm like, okay <laughs> I love that word incubate for a while absolutely mm. I love that saying because it is you have to step out from everything around you and just go and take a moment and be in the mo- and be in the present moment with yourself and that's it Absolutely. Totally. I'm on the same wavelength as you, Lovey, honestly. <laughs> I just feel I if I could live on my own, literally, all day, every day, I would. <laughs> my friends and family are like, but that's not normal. I said, but I can still have like my interaction with people, but I just mm, I love I love my own company. I love my own company. <laughs> who can love you better than you oh I so agree it's so exciting like the (laughs) the uh I don't know when you're just on your own and in a nice quiet space just so Mm. much happens so many breakthroughs and you discover yourself and (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to come across selfish at all because I love people I do (laughs) (laughs) but I also love me so and I don't mean that also in a big big headed way but it's the truth I do so (laughs) anyway right the time just flies and that it just goes boof like that and then it's that's it it's gone so just before we go out is there anything else you want to say before you say goodbye um yeah I, I feel called to just extend um some some loving energy to everyone I feel like a lot of people are really feeling this this phase that you and I have been experiencing too this transformational energy and the the world is you know very very hectic right now um and 
you know, those of us that are sensitive are really, really feeling it on a spiritual level. And so if you do feel like you're just white, that's okay. And just give yourself the time, space and the love that you need. Um, and, you know, yeah, it's all going to be okay. We'll be okay. We're going to do this all together, holding hands, even if it's just virtually. Literally, Absolutely. me and Al want to send all <laughs> our love to all our lovely listeners that have listened in today. Um, and we just hope that you've got some, just a little bit of something from this episode. In, And also, if you know of anyone, anyone that could benefit from this episode, just pass it on to them. All of Al's details will be in the show notes. Um, Al will be on again. I know she will. <laughs> and there'll be other topics because she's always full of loads of resources and information. The girl is just, her brain is, oh, <laughs> So for now, we're going to say goodbye. Say goodbye, Al. Bye, everyone. Okay, my darlings. Right, until next Monday for another episode love and light i do hope you have gained some further insight into this episode today and now have some takeaway positivity i thank you for your time before we go show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving us a review on apple podcasts please do share the podcast with your friends and family or anyone you know that could benefit from these episodes You can listen to your favourite episodes on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, my podcast website, which is www.thenicolapaulapproach.com. Love and light.